Hey folks, before we begin the show, a couple of housekeeping notes for those of you on the podcast. You can call into my program Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time by calling 1-800-WSB-TALK and join the program. You can listen live at wsbradio.com or stick with the podcast if you like. Also, remember to check out our weekly sponsor for the podcast. If you go to them following the link, this week's sponsor is blueapron.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. It is a fantastic way to help the resurgent. The more you guys shop with our sponsors, the more sponsors we get, the more it helps the resurgent long-term. It also helps the Eric Erickson Show. Thanks so much for listening. Now on with the show. It's nine after the hour. I'm Eric Erickson. This is Atlanta's Evening News on WSB. The phone number 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. We had a protest at the state capitol earlier today in favor of gun control. I have seen bigger protests at the state capitol. There weren't a ton of people there. And by the way, as an aside, we know now multiple media outlets are reporting that the same Russian trolls who were organizing protests and counter protests about the election uh, are helping organize the gun control protests around the country. I wonder why the media isn't spending a ton of time on that. And listen, I got to tell you, I think CNN messed up earlier. I happen to know and like the reporter at CNN who interviewed the lady in Florida. But I think they should not have done it. Uh, They essentially ambushed a senior citizen who had participated in a group um, in activities related to supporting Donald Trump that turns out the Russians were the ones who had organized them. And I just, I, I don't think that they did their network themselves, the lady or any of us, a service in this interview process uh, that they conducted with the lady. And it, it turned into a rather belligerent interview uh, as the reporter was What part of it in this is a cover-up? What, are you well, saying they, that's they, not true or what? Uh, the Russians, I don't care if they were... Uh, involved or not, that's that to me is the least important thing. But they were involved with you. Did you guys know that? They weren't involved with us. You know, just make sure that you report it correctly, that, you know... But you guys were involved with being patriotic, right? Very, very patriotic, but not... Being patriotic was the group that contacted and helped organize some of these activities that you posted on your own Facebook account. Those were legitimate. Those were Russians. They were not Russians. I don't go with the Russians. And it went downhill from there. There, She clearly was confused, didn't understand what, what Drew, the reporter, was really asking, and it, it, it got belligerent with her. Um, she was angry. She got her back up. Uh, everybody piling on Trump voters, and here comes a CNN reporter. Uh, the president's attacked the network. She's already skeptical of the network. I just, I think it could have handled better, been handled better. Listen, this lady was... It is an objective fact. Participating in Facebook messages and and trading memes and whatnot that were actually generated by Russian trolls. She had no idea. 
And I think the CNN interview essentially was harassing a senior citizen, making her look like a, a, a bad guy for this. Meanwhile, CNN is trotting out teenagers saying that we should bow to them on all areas of public policy because of guns. We can't trust the senior citizen who got duped by Facebook, but let's trust the the high school student because they they were the victim of a tragedy and, and they, are, they are moral authorities. This lady is not. Now, I don't think this lady particularly is. But she's an American citizen who got duped by the Russians. You know who else got duped by the Russians? CNN. CNN gave coverage to New York protests against the the inauguration of the president-elect Donald Trump. We now know from the same uh, attorney ge- deputy attorney general indictment uh, flagging this group as being Russian that this lady participated with, we now know that that protest in New York that was covered by CNN was a Russian-orchestrated event. Now, I'm not going to hold my breath for CNN to go out and find the Hillary supporters who participated in that protest in New York and ask them if they knew they were duped by the Russians. Um, The media seems to be piling on Trump supporters and ignoring the fact that this was a bipartisan thing. That, I think, is the overwhelming problem with how they're covering this in the same way with how they're covering guns. Katie Turr, MSNBC, wants to know who you care about, guns or kids. It's a binary decision for them, as opposed to, I have lots of guns in my house, but because I care about my kids. I've had protesters at my house. I want to keep them safe. They don't want you to be able to have that level of common sense about these issues on any of them. I I think it was bad for them from CNN. And again, I know and like respect tremendously the reporter. I I respect the network. They should have done this differently. Uh, They should have done it as a more edifying way so that we could all benefit from it instead of getting a Trump supporters back up. And now she's basically been run off social media because her Facebook account's been trolled by a bunch of angry leftists. Even her grandbaby pictures are being assaulted and targeted and photoshopped by people. It's terrible. By the way, you need to know on a local topic, the puppy mill legislation continues to work its way through the state legislature. In fact, the House of Representatives in Georgia this morning. They moved up a committee hearing to 8 o'clock this morning without telling anyone so no one opposed to puppy mills in Georgia could show up. Ponder that, if you will, for a moment. The Georgia House of Representatives rushed a hearing on puppy mills this morning, and they did so to ensure that no one who opposes it could show up. They only told the people who support the legislation to show up. So none of the witnesses could actually show up to oppose the puppy mill legislation. So it naturally passed out of the committee. And it looks like the House of Representatives in Georgia may actually um, legally pursue puppy mill legislation. That They may actually push people to to support puppy mills they may actually make it so local governments can't stop puppy mills this is horrifying folks this is really horrifying that they would do this and they would rush it through so none of you can participate so that none of you can have your voice heard so that none of you can let them know uh, that puppy mills are wrong now those of you who've texted in and supported this this morning, I sent every one of you a text 
and said, look, they're trying to rush this through. I found out about it at 835. And so I sent everyone a text before the meeting was over and said, light up the phones and connected people to their the, their state house member. Um, I want you to keep this effort up, though, because they need to know this is a bad piece of legislation uh, to support puppy mills in Georgia. They will essentially be prohibiting local governments, Cobb County and Gwinnett County in particular, from taking any action to shut down Petland, which has had a series of, of issues of people buying pets from there that die very quickly after being bought, a kid getting sick at a Petland. Uh, terrible, terrible what the legislature is doing. Text WSB to 52886 to take action on this and tell the legislature they need to kill this legislation. They need to stop it. It is bad news. It's bad for Georgia. It's bad for our kids. It's bad for animals. Um, and you really need to rally to this legislation now because they are pulling out all the stops. It is dirty tricks what they're doing to get the puppy mill legislation uh, pass. Meanwhile, for, for you gun control advocates, you're having a protest today outside the state capitol, and, and members of the legislature were in there. In addition to rushing puppy mills through, they were actually in the windows pointing and laughing at the people who were protesting. Now, I disagree with the protest. I disagree with gun control. We actually had a, an a open mic call earlier where a lady said we didn't need more guns, so we didn't need armed security, armed guards in schools. The president right now is actually having a press conference where he's been calling for concealed carry for teachers, which I think is a great idea, by the way. I think we should have concealed carry for teachers. We got to think in a different way in this country because we have the for, uh, the Second Amendment that other countries don't have to. And I think uh, allowing teachers who get their concealed carry permit, who've gone to training, um, who have a, a certification. Look, I I when I when we started having people show up at our house, my wife and I went and signed up for training. Uh, we learned how to properly fire our weapons how to use them, how to, how to keep them safe, how to keep them out of the hands of our kids, how to teach our kids that they're dangerous. Uh, it, it is possible for you to get educated on guns without being scared of them. It's possible for teachers and administrators to do this and keep kids safe. Uh, Gun-free zones don't work. The softest of soft targets happen to be our schools. We might as well make it more difficult for people to do this, and we're not going to do that by rounding up guns because we can't, because we have the Constitution. Folks, I wanted to do a quick timeout to tell you about this week's sponsor, Blue Apron. You probably have heard of Blue Apron. You've seen their advertisements. I have to tell you, I have tried several of their competitors and then tried Blue Apron, and it is fantastic. Um, a lot of people, you're confused because there are so many of these services out there. If you don't know what Blue Apron is... It is a great company that sends you recipes to your house. And not just the recipes, but all the ingredients. In fact, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. You guys know I like to cook, and Blue Apron makes it really easy. And they have great plans to choose from. A two-person meal plan, a family meal plan, a wine plan. My family does the family meal plan. We get two meals a week. For four people, we've done the uh, soy glazed chicken. We've done the um, beef medallions with pan sauce. Last week, we did the Mexican casserole. It's all delicious, and all the ingredients come in the box. They make it really easy for you. In fact, ours shows up on a Thursday uh, by FedEx, and we're ready to cook, and it's good to go. Really delicious recipes, easy to follow along as well. If you're hesitant about cooking, you want to try something a little more than the basics, Blue Apron is the way to go, and Blue Blue Apron is treating 
listeners of The Eric Erickson Show to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. And think of it this way. Even the federal government says they want to model a plan after Blue Apron. So go to blueapron.com slash Eric. It is 26 past the hour. I need to bring you guys up to speed on last night's conversations with Clay Tippins and Stacey Abrams. Uh, Really good conversations. And I have to tell you all, uh, Stacey Abrams and I are diametrically opposed on virtually everything. There are some issues on which we find common ground. Education, um, a lot of education we agree on. And I have to say, I thought she articulated Casey Cagle's position on taxes uh, better than Casey Cagle did. I mean, I understood what Casey Cagle meant uh, when we talked about this issue. She, like him, uh, they agree that we need to spread between the income tax and the sales tax, uh, that our structure is fine. Casey would like to lower the rate. She doesn't actually want to cut taxes at all. Um, I agree with Casey on that. Um, but her point was, and I never really heard anyone put it as plainly and, and as simply to understand as this, is that when you have a recession, your uh, spending tends to go down, but you keep your job. So the states that have an income tax and a sales tax as a revenue base, uh, their income tax may hold steady during a recession and the sales tax goes down. If you're all sales tax, uh, in a downturn, you're going to have trouble. If you're all income tax because of layoffs, you're going to have trouble, but you tend to balance out better. Um, I, I I think uh, she was very articulate. Whether you agree with her or not, she was very articulate on, on the issue. Uh, she was very personal. I've got to tell you guys, I've now interviewed all of the candidates, uh, Democrat and Republican, except for Stacey Evans, where I'm going to interview Stacey Evans on March 5th. I will have sign-up information for you guys shortly for her interview. Um, I was deeply impressed by Stacey Abrams. She's going to be a formidable candidate. Uh, very personable, very self-deprecating, all of the qualities you want in a politician. Now, Clay Tippins was a great interview for a guy who has never run for office before. He worked for Guy, Milner, Guy Milner's Senate campaign in 96, but he's never run for office. He was a Navy SEAL. We spent probably more time than I should have on human trafficking because we both really care about the issue. And I'm glad to see a candidate running statewide in Georgia on this particular issue. Um, He's got some interesting ideas on essentially how to make Georgia run more like a business as well. Get into that in Billy Graham when we come back. It's 40 after the hour. Eric Erickson here. Um, I mentioned earlier that you guys know, and well, I I realize we've had such a huge growth in this audience in the last year. Maybe you don't know. Um, Back in 2016, my wife and I had protesters show up at our house on our front porch. We had to have security at our house for a couple months, and I I was rather anti-gun before that. I I wasn't, uh, I mean, I was supportive of the Second Amendment. I didn't want them in my house, though. Uh, they always kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies, and we finally decided after that we, I, Christy had, I had gotten her a a shotgun, and then she wanted a handgun for Mother's Day of, I guess twenty fifteen. So I got her a, a handgun, a, a Glock nineteen, 
and it was it was my turn. I it was it was time for me. I had never really shot before, shot guns before, didn't know much about them, and we reached out to a group called Armed Citizens of Georgia. They're in Snellville. Um, cannot recommend them enough. Um, their website is armedcitizensofgeorgia.com. Belinda Singh and Mark Swinson are wonderful people. Wonderful people. And they took us through a course. The morning was in a classroom learning gun laws and basic gun safety. The afternoon was um, practicing using our guns. Uh, and it was, I cannot recommend it enough. In fact, Christy went back to them for a multi-day class with a friend of hers. I, I couldn't, uh, because of my schedule and it just, they are fantastic at it, the basics of, of just helping you aim your gun, uh, to gun laws, to safety, to basic common sense, to how you should store them. They, they answered questions no matter how ridiculous the question was. They answered them. Um, and I just, I am a firm believer. And, and they're also the people who really raised in my mind the idea that we hear these these terrible stories of kids uh, shooting themselves with their parents' guns. Why? Because... Their parents are leaving their guns out, and they shouldn't be. Uh, you shouldn't be leaving loaded guns around where small children can find them. Uh, just, I mean, they, they went through basic common sense on guns and, and things I hadn't thought of. And I, y'all, I, I just, I can't recommend them enough. Um, if you are concerned about security, if you're, uh, if you want a concealed carry permit in this day and age with everything happening around you, I, I really think we have to rethink. Uh, gun safety in this country because we're not Australia, we're not Great Britain, we're, we're not Europe. We we have a Second Amendment. We have an individual right to keep and bear arms. And we can't just round up all the guns. And at this point, there's an, as many guns as there are people in this country. And as my wife tells some of her friends who are gun skeptics, uh, you know, your kids are probably going to be somewhere where they encounter guns. You should probably get your kids smart on gun safety. So that they understand what happens if they find a gun. What do they do with it? You don't look down the barrel and pull the trigger to see if there's a bullet there. Um, you don't do those sorts of things. And it's, I can't rec- recommend Armed Citizens of Georgia enough. I don't want to overwhelm them with business, and this isn't an ad. It's just they taught me how to feel safe around guns when at a time I needed to be, and I wasn't. Um, and given all the conversations we're having today, the ridiculousness of some of the protests. I mean, we literally had an open mic where someone called in opposed this morning to having armed guards at school because that just perpetuates guns. Think about that. We, we can't have armed guards at our school. It's like, you know, my mom used to date this German guy, Mr. Hans. And Mr. Hans, when they're back in college, he remained a family friend, but he convinced my mom that nobody should use coupons at the grocery store, that if everyone stopped using coupons, they'd actually lower the prices, which is probably true, but you're not going to give up people using coupons. So if you give them up, you're just at your own disadvantage. And I, I, I will not use a coupon um, unless I just have it handy. It frustrates me to be in the line behind someone with a pile of coupons. But I, I feel the same way with guns here in that if you give up all your guns, no one else is. And if they round up all the legal guns, let's say they did repeal the Second Amendment, you could get two-thirds of the Congress and three-quarters of the states to do it. The bad people aren't going to give up their guns. So you might as well learn how to protect yourself and your family and have common sense. And that that's why I recommend Armed Citizens of Georgia. Um, they're good people. Now, a, a complete pivot here. 
Billy Graham has died. Um, Probably the most influential Christian in the 20th century, more so than any of the popes. Um, He has been an advisor of presidents going back to Eisenhower. In 1960, in the the Nixon-Kennedy race, he became an ardent supporter of Richard Nixon. Um, He ministered to Nixon after the fall, after Watergate, uh, helping lead Nixon to Christ. He preached at Nixon's funeral. He was a confidant of uh, Ronald Reagan and George Herbert Walker Bush and George W. Bush and Bill Clinton. One thing that people don't recognize is particularly evangelicals who perceive, I think rightly so, the hostility the Obama administration had to Christians. Billy Graham, behind the scenes, was deeply influential in pushing even Hillary Clinton at the State Department to help uh, Christians in war-torn areas around the world. He is one of the only Christians to ever be invited to preach in North Korea by the North Korean regime, no less. Highly influential. A friend of Queen Elizabeth II, he preached several times at Windsor Castle. If you watch The Crown on Netflix, there's an episode uh, about their friendship. I, I, I just, the man was amazing. And he latched on to radio and then television and then the internet in ways many preachers were skeptical of. And one of the things that makes him really unique is when you think of a lot of the pastors in America today, whether it's Andy Stanley here or it's Rick Warren out in California or whoever, they tend to be tied to a church, oftentimes a megachurch, not always though. Uh, Billy Graham was not tied to a church. He was a roving evangelist who led millions of people to eternity and called home today. Um, what an awe-inspiring thing it would be there to, to see the Lord touch him and tell him, well done, my good and faithful servant. Uh, he, he ran the race. He endured, and he won, and he'll be missed. It is 55 after the hour. The president had a listening session at the White House today. Um, It was on gun control. There were people there who advocate stronger positions on guns. There were people there who advocate uh, more expansive gun rights as a protection. There were parents there who lost children. Another family members who lost family loved ones to gun violence. Probably the best thing this president has done so far. And the left is already attacking him because there's an Associated Press picture where the president had notes. And uh, one of the notes, uh, number five point that they wanted to remind the president to, to make was, I hear you. In fact, you can see in the picture Number one, what would you most want me to know about your experience? Number two, how can we do to help you feel? And then his hands block everything else. And then number five is I hear you. Uh, And he's being attacked for that, which I think is wrong. Uh, The president did a very good job at this forum at the White House. And whether we get good policy from it or not, I think it's commendable of the president to engage in these sorts of things. I think it is not commendable of the media to totally 
be sanctimonious against conservatives on this issue, particularly when there are so many people uh, on the right who do care about kids, do want them safe, but recognize we have a constitutional amendment in place and you can't just ban all guns, but the media doesn't ever want to talk about that troubling fact.